Welcome to the Fan Wagon Podcast, brought to you by the Pod City Network, where your host, myself, Joey Slattery from North Bay, Ontario, Canada, and co-host Leo Yokely out of San Francisco, California, talk everything sports, travel, and our experiences with both, and whatever the hell else we want, because it's our podcast. On today's episode, we talk about our trip to Chicago, the first trip we ever planned together. We talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and quite frankly, way too much time on the stupid bean. But let's not give away too much. I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get it started right now. That was about, what, a year after we met in Boston? It was. I don't think it was a year after, to be honest. Actually, no, it was about a year. No, 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 it wasn't a year. It was till we met in January for the return of, or yeah, return of Paul Pierce, and then we went in August. So it was. It was only like seven months later. Yeah, because that would have been twenty fourteen when we went to Boston. Was it the summer or? Uh, it was. You're right, because we yeah. went to San Francisco in twenty fifteen. Yep, and then I came over to Canada in twenty sixteen. Holy cow. Crazy how time flies. That is crazy. That is nuts, man. We've almost been friends for five years now. That's that's getting nuts. It's been four years. Yeah, no. It's been like over four years now we've known each other. That's crazy. Anyway, Chicago was was it. kind of the big one for us because that was the uh, that's where we took the leap of faith on a number of levels because we tried to organize that trip between four people. So it was you, myself, mm-hmm. uh, Jennifer and Berwick. And we're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gay couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not gay couple. <laughs> which I also, I, 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 you know, I throw that out for you too. Berwick and Leo, they're not gay. We're, we're although we're we are kind of double dating for eight days, and yeah, we went for eight days. That was crazy. It, it was to, to be honest. I don't think we needed to be there that long. I feel like we saw everything within four to five days. But eight days was a good enough time to, you know what, let's go do this again. Or let's just let's just go get lost, right, without actually having a plan and we're doing this and that. Let's just walk around and see where the day takes us, see where the city takes Which us. Which is nice because that's something you can't do in, in New York. Like that was the one thing I found in New York City because we went uh, for quite a long time there too, over a week. And we still didn't come close to hitting everything. So that was kind of the nice thing about Chicago I found is that it's – it's huge. Like it is really big, but when it comes to hitting the landmarks you want to hit, we, I felt we had more than enough time to do it. hundred percent agree. And the, the funny thing about, uh, Chicago for me too, that was, that was the first time I've ever done Airbnb and you guys talked me into it. And I remember going through the conversations when we were planning that out and you guys really had to convince me that it was going to be okay. And we weren't going to die. I do. I do remember that too vividly. Yeah. Burke and I were talking about like, man, it's Joe, it's cool. We've done this before. I mean, my first experience doing Airbnb, it's funny, was actually uh, when uh, Burke and my buddy Aaron and I went to Barcelona back in 2012. And that was a horrible experience because the place that we had back then had roaches, uh, the Wi-Fi. You had to be near this window in a tight, uh, tight corner in order to get the Wi-Fi. It was a bad experience. But I was like, you know, what, let me get another chance. And I've loved it ever since. I don't think I've stayed in a hotel since, honestly. So, yeah, the last uh, six years now, been Airbnb. But, yeah, I remember you were just so like, man, I don't know. Are you sure? We really did have to convince you. But it worked out for the best because we had a sweet spot. It was a little, a little bit further away from the actual city. 
uh, or like downtown area where everything's at, but it was a nice train ride to it. And that's, I think that's what really made me enjoy that Airbnb as well. Well, that was the thing too. It was a, in a beautiful neighborhood. Remember we were walking up to it just thinking, well, actually I shouldn't say that because you guys were already at the house when Jen and I arrived, but I remember when we were walking up, yeah. it was just the neighborhood was gorgeous too. We were in the North end of Chicago um, and mm-hmm. we didn't really know what to expect because we, the house looked nice, but Again, I had never done Airbnb, so I didn't know what to expect. So it was nice kind of walking in and seeing just how nice the area was. And you're right. The, but the train rides are nice in Chicago because of that, right? Like the how the L kind of is above ground and you're always kind of yeah. over things. I, I That was one of the things I thoroughly enjoyed. I honestly remember saying I can go to Chicago and just buy a day pass on that on that train and just go around the city in that. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that part of it. And you're right. I think that did add to the experience a little bit. It did, because I know with you know living in San Francisco, BART is very popular out here, right? So a lot of the stuff is underground, and I'm not a fan of that. I mean, when it actually goes above and you can see uh, the actual streets and everything, right? Then that's when it's great. But I, I hated, I, I usually hate subway rides, but in Chicago, I loved it because I can't remember, but a handful of times that it wasn't underground. Everything was above, and we and seeing the bridges, seeing the, the river, and everything was just amazing, and seeing the stadiums too. You can see all the well, that's the thing. Chicago's there. different that way because I think it's one of the only cities where you're in the downtown core and it is above ground. I know yeah. there, are, there are areas of New York where it's above ground, but, you know, you go to Toronto and it's all underground until you get more to the outskirts. Then you start getting above ground a little bit more. But for the most part, when you're in the downtown core, it's all below ground. So below the surface. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was kind of cool. But uh, yeah. And you know what? It's funny because that trip is what turned me to Airbnb altogether. I don't remember. I'm sure we've yeah. stayed at a hotel since but for the most part we looked to airbnb and i've had nothing but great experiences the one when i went to orlando last year i went to one um i told jen i I said if you were here you would hate it i didn't mind it uh there was it was a house and there was some people from japan or something i didn't see them they were in their room but uh, the owner had come in and was telling me about it and the owner was a, a master student or a med school student or something so it was it was a student house uh, so it was, it was a little grimy, but I mean, I'm, I'm easy and it was dirt cheap and I was right downtown Orlando, which is what I wanted. So, uh, you know, I had, I had an okay time there, that, but that would probably be my, my worst experience. I think there's one more. I just can't think of it right now. Cause I've stayed in Airbnbs in Boston, uh, Chicago, uh, man, where else? I'm not even sure where else we've stayed. But the funny thing is when we got to the Airbnb, the owner was there, remember? And she yeah. was taking the money she was making to go visit her brother in Michigan or something, I think. Yep. That's exactly and right. That house was beautiful. Remember, they had the breakfast nook in the back. And I remember I'd eat breakfast yep. every morning and watch the Cardinals dance around in the back. We had the living room and we had the dining room like, and we all had our room. Like we yeah. had our own individual My room was haunted, room. by the way. You remember that? My room was haunted. It kept, I kept hearing noise. The stuff kept falling. And I was mad because I was, when we, Burke and I got there first, and I was like, boom, I want this room right here. Right? Burke was like, cool, I'll take this other one. And then I was like, I immediately regretted that decision because as soon as we got back that night from exploring, you know, I believe that first night we went to the, the White Sox game. Uh, what was the stadium called again? Back then, it was called U.S. Yes. Cellular. And what is it called now? Guaranteed Rate 
Stadium, which may be the that, worst name in the history of names, next to the Yum Yum Center or whatever it is, one of the college ones <laughs> that I see on. Uh, I prefer that Yum Yum. That, man, I, that is guaranteed rates. It's like I feel like I, I, when you walk in now, it's like they they have to give you a credit check, or it's just it makes no guarantee. That oh my goodness, that I is, just feel I like there's a joke there where if someone else is picking up your tickets, you could just say, "I guarantee it's rate, <laughs> guaranteed rate field, <laughs> guaranteed rate field is where exactly." <laughs> No, but going going back, so we went we went out that night, in which the you know we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the the stadium and, and all the baseball games we went to out there. But coming back home, you know, we drank a little bit, had a good time, right? And then I was just like, dude, knocked on Bird's door. I was like, yo, no, the Bird, we we didn't go to bed yet. I was like, dude, I'm in my room getting undressed, and I hear some weird shit. And then also there was these creepy ass dolls because remember she had I think it was two little kids. Yep, I can't remember if they were two little boys, but I remember she had two kids. But for some reason, there was these, no offense, but these white creepy dolls that only white families have, right? And it just creeped me the <laughs> hell out, right? And all these sounds that we're making. And then they had this one little miniature closet where I, I, I was convinced was haunted. I'm like, no, Bird. In Bird's room, there was two beds. I was like, yo, I'm crashing in here or I'm going to sleep on the couch. I do not care. I was like, this shit is too creepy for my liking. And, and, you know, usually it's the color people who die first. Now, Burke is the, the black guy, so obviously he would have died first. But then me, I'm part black, so maybe I would have died. Uh, you know, then I'm like, oh, yeah, he's part black dead, right? What's so the that's statistic what I'm like, I'm on white Canadians, though? I don't know. Like, do we, do we, even, do we even die? I don't, know. I don't know how a white Canadian fares in a, in a horror movie. I, you guys don't. You're too nice. Nobody wants to hurt any white any white Canadians. It's you feel bad. I don't care if you're a serial like, killer. To you're, be you're honest, white, our Michael Myers is a comedian. Your Michael Myers is a serial <laughs> killer. Ours is a comedian. So I'm just I don't know. Like, it, I, I don't know how the statistic works on that. Exactly. But let's 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 jump right into the White Sox game. Okay, you know what? what did I, you feel? I just want to wrap up the one thing on Airbnb so we don't come back to it. The other thing mm-hmm. I liked about it is yeah. we were able to have a pre-drink. And the one advantage I'll say to Airbnb as opposed to a hotel, if you're traveling in a group, is that you have an area where you can you can have a pre-drink or play a couple of games or whatever before before you go out. And where you're not, remember when we were in Boston, you're kind of sitting between two beds and you're trying to like make use of that desk, uh, you know, to put things down. Yeah. I just felt it, it made for a better social uh, outing. So if you're going for a weekend or an extended period of time, I would definitely go Airbnb and uh, just make sure you do research because there was another bad one when I was in Buffalo uh, for a Bills game. We had seven of us and it was a bit of a creepy house with security cameras <laughs> all over, which actually made me feel better. Uh, there's monitors of all around the house, like in one spot with cameras all around the outside of the house. But there was um, some moisturizing cream beside the computer where the monitors were, which scared me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, it was good overall. So, but yeah, Airbnb, that, that exactly. was a, my eye opening, and, and I'm a huge fan of it. But yes, let's go to the White Sox because I believe that was the first game that we went to at a time where both Chicago teams were not very good. So oh, we went to that. One. So I remember. Go ahead. That's when Chris Sale was the ace, right? Remember, we had the they had a, a T shirt giveaway for Chris Sale. We were one of the first ones to get still there, so we actually were lucky enough. And I and I still have it as well too. It, I only wear it to bed because you never catch me wearing anything except for giant stuff outside of my. Mine house. was too so tight. I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> you need to what stop working get, out, though, man. Yeah. What if you get this? Is a, a hypothetical, but what if he ever went to the Giants? Would you be able to wear it? 
No, I still can't rock that. I need to get something. You know, Giants, we do giveaways left and right here. So it's like I'd go to AT&T Park and then grab a giveaway from him there. But honestly, too, I'm not – everybody is – at least a lot of my friends here in San Francisco, they're very big on giveaways. I'm not – the only giveaway I love and I still have to this day – is the replica World Series rings? I don't know if I mentioned this, but we won three in five years. That's uh, oh really? I, I, didn't I don't know, know if your Blue Jays yeah, have done anything like that. You know, recently. Uh, no, but okay. we do have back to backs. Yeah, there's not a lot of teams that have done oh. that. So yeah, I don't think uh, you, know, you guys need a break true. every year. We just went right, you know, two two in, two out. You know? <laughs> well, you know, it is an even year. No, actually, I, I've I've never been a fan of that the even year nonsense, and I'm happy that that actually I'm pissed at the Cubs. We 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 lost to the Cubs, and you know, speaking of Chicago, they beat us two years ago. And I was pissed because we actually beat ourselves but anyway going back to memorabilia i'm just never a fan of that so uh the chris the chris sales shirt i still have i don't really wear it out and about but fun fact we'll get into later on of the show or a fun story actually i should say about that chris sales shirt but the the giveaway was great and i remember that's actually where they had i think slugger was there yeah louisville slugger was there and they were showing us how they make bats which was intriguing one of the coolest it was very intriguing because i've ever seen it a ballpark yeah. Yeah, hands down. And they allow you to actually hold the bat and they show you, they tell you the story, right? It's pretty fascinating when you actually stop and think, okay, this is where it's made. And, and I remember we took a couple of pictures because we had the photographer Burke there, right? We, I only brought Bert, I only bring Burke with us just to take pictures of me until I brought my, my body camera recently. So now I'm like, dude, I don't need to travel with you. Just get anymore. a selfie stick. But he, he pretty much. <laughs> but uh, that was probably my favorite thing, I would say, about uh, Guaranteed Rates Stadium now. But, um, not only that, they're bleachers. I've, I love their bleachers because they actually had a, a, a stands for your back, which I've never been to any bleachers where it was like that. It was, and it wasn't even, not even stands for the back. It was more so, it was just rows. You get in, you have a row, and that's it. It's similar to what Wrigley does. Wrigley's like, you pay for bleachers, you can sit anywhere. But I, I just love the way the, 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 the seats were for the bleachers at, at uh, Guaranteed Rate Stadium. And you know what? The bleacher thing for me is kind of a foreign concept because, you know, I grew yeah. up going to Blue Jays games and there is no bleacher section. Like every seat is accounted for. At the We still, most of us call it the Sky Dome, but it's called the Rogers Center. But a lot of people around here don't let that go. And just on that note, too, you're talking about giveaways. I don't know if there's any in any sport, any team that has crazier fans for giveaways than the Toronto Blue Jays. If there's a game at one o'clock, there's a lineup at 7 a.m. It's crazy. If you want to get it, if you're not there within three hours before the game, you're definitely not one of the first 25,000 getting a giveaway. It's, it crazy. is insane. They do have some cool giveaways, and I think Canada is a bit of a giveaway culture. For instance, as everybody knows, our beer is way more expensive and our alcohol is more expensive. Yeah. But when we buy our beer, we get giveaways in the beer. So like you were talking about your replica rings, I have like six – Stanley Cup replica rings that I got inside of a case of beer when I was uh yeah. that'd be a few years ago like there's really really cool things in there I have a buddy in Cleveland who loves Coors Light and he wants to come here doesn't mind spending the 40 bucks for 28 bottles because he gets some ridiculous Coors Light gear whether it's a like a pretty nice toque not just one of those cheap ones or a nice t-shirt or something like that like now they have a deal with k2 or something like that like the the uh, snowboarding company okay. but uh, i think we're just yeah. a giveaway culture but yeah so you, you talk about that that's uh that's a big thing here is the giveaways but we also have no bleachers what was your overall impression yeah. of us cellular i actually enjoyed it i thought it was a, a very nice stadium and i love the fact that they had you know the uh Frank Thomas statue. I thought that was a beautiful tribute they did to him. I love the old school um, 
display that they had there too. I thought that was nice. I mean, overall, I liked it a lot. I, I, it, it was just a good, good experience. I was a big fan of it. What about you? I, I, overall, I didn't, I wasn't overly impressed by the park. It kind of reminded me a little bit of a poor man's, um, like not Detroit stadium. What's Detroit's called? Comerica. It was a, a poor yeah. man's Comerica park. Uh, but I really did like the little nuances about it. The bat making thing that they had there was pretty cool. And I hope it's still there. We haven't been there in a couple of years, but I really hope Louisville's still doing that because that was a really neat concept. Um, and the Frank Thomas statue was great too. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, do you remember how difficult though, uh, or not difficult, just kind of out of the way their shop was, but then their shop yeah, passive yeah. That was one of the yeah, they had that was one of the bigger shops I've ever been to, except for my hat. And this was another cool thing. They didn't have the size hat that I needed. And we talked about this in, an, in another episode that every place I go to, I get a jersey and a hat. And I found the jersey, which was also hard to find my size. And I couldn't find my hat size. But the only thing that sucked about it is they didn't have my size. And I'm either a seven and three eighths or a seven and a half when it comes to new era, depending on the team. And I couldn't try it on. So I went with seven and a half and what, anyway, they order it from somewhere nearby. There must be a warehouse and they bring it to you and they call you when it's, when it's there. So you can go back there and pick it yeah. up. And I ended up getting one that's a little too big, but I, I really, I thought that was a really, really cool concept. Uh, you know, it, and although it was a little bit out of the way and hard, not hard to find, it was just out of the way. Uh, it's nowhere near as bad as the golden state warriors, which is my all time most hated store setup ever. <laughs> but yeah that's probably my all-time top top three teams i hate in general but uh, yeah i, I don't hate the team i hate the store but no but i i, I enjoyed the experience i i was a lot of fun and i kind of liked the fact that it was basic there was nothing stunning about the exterior of the building there was the inside of the building was just a typical baseball park it wasn't like at&t or fenway or you know these places that kind of take your breath away when you walk in it's uh, it's got the Chicago grit, which was kind of cool. You know, it's on the south side of Chicago, and it it kind of feels like a solid representation of of that area. So I I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my favorite park, that's for sure. And then we rushed out because remember Going everybody was da- thought it was dangerous, so we we wanted to get out of there as soon as we could. Exactly, and we got our little t shirt. But going on to to Chicago in general. Food wise, right before we get into you know Wrigley and everything else, right? Food wise, what do you think? I, I know we stopped by uh, a lot of people who I know who either lived in Chicago or just visited. They they really were high on Luminati's, right? Pizzeria. Now the reason why I really wanted to go there because you know I'm a conspiracy theorist, right? And it it rhymes with Illuminati, right? And I loved it. I was like, oh, Illuminati. I'm not going to forget that name ever in my lifetime. So, what'd you think about just the food there in general and the pizza, the deep dish, and everything like that? Man, I actually was a huge fan of the deep dish pizza. Uh, it was Lumalnati's, wasn't it? M A L. Yeah. Anyway, it was. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I actually went back to Chicago uh, a few months ago for a bachelor party and we went to the other place, I think. So remember there was two places everybody was telling us to go and then they told us yeah. Lou Malnati's was the, like the good place of the two. Either way, I, uh, I love the deep dish pizza. I, I liked Lou Malnati's, um, I, but I honestly am not great with remembering where we go to eat. That's where Jen comes in handy because I just kind of go where I want to go yeah. and uh, it's, you know. And, I, and if I remember, great, but I usually don't remember. But I did like that. I remember we went to a cool place for breakfast, too. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a little bit of a hipster place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we, again, with the Airbnb, we were able to have a barbecue, remember? 
And we had, uh, exactly. and I remember Berwick and I went out and that was my, f- uh, to go grab cigars. And I remember that was the first time I ever witnessed the, uh, American military, uh, what sort of looking for recruitment process where they had a block party. <laughs> I, was yeah. just, I, just, I thought I didn't know those were like that. And it was exactly like they make it look on family guy. <laughs> but, and the great thing about just the great thing about just thinking about the Airbnb in Chicago in general the the my favorite game that I have ever been introduced to was from you and Jen. It is called Buffalo. Speaking of how you went to Buffalo earlier, right? And for those who don't know, Buffalo is a it's a fun drinking game where you can't keep your drink in your dominant hand. If you have a drink in your dominant hand and the other person is playing, you have a drink as well, and you call Buffalo, no matter what it is, they have to chug it. So that was the first time you introduced Buffalo to both Burke and I. I've never heard of that. The first night in Chicago, Berwick got Buffalo, I think it was three time and was wasted. He was wasted. I think we were just drinking beers there too. You know it's, it's not like we were drinking hardcore. That, that was a night I think we all came to understand Berwick's character. And Berwick's a guy we really have to have on this <laughs> podcast. Berwick is one of the nicest guys yeah. you'll ever meet. Awesome character. Is not very good at walking. And he is just, in that game, he was such a trooper. And I don't think he is built to take in a lot of alcohol. And that was probably the worst person to be bad at that particular drinking game. But you know what? Every single time Buffalo was called on him, he drank it. He and did he, it. And, and to this day, he still does it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a double day, his his new girlfriend and me and my girlfriend. And we get a drink. And the, the way I get people, I always cheers, right? Because when I see cheers, everybody's naturally brings their right hand or their dominant hand up to the pile and cheers. And I'm like, cool, cheers, Buffalo. <laughs> so it, I got him a couple weeks ago and then he chugged it. And it was a hard, you know, it was a hard alcohol. It was a cocktail that he, he just chugged. And, you know, it kind of sucks when you can't enjoy like a $15 I was going to say that, that's, time. that's a bull move <laughs> and that's a dick move. <laughs> It's a dick who it is, but I play prison rules. So it's like, dude, you have to live by it and die by it. And he and he does. So kudos to, to Burweezy. <laughs> Shout out Burweezy. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, going back to Chicago. But what was your what was your uh, feedback on the food? I mean, we didn't really. I don't feel like we went out. Away. Yeah, like my thing it. is all Dunkin' Donuts. If Dunkin' so, Donuts is there. That was a good trip for me. Exactly, and there was there, yeah. Uh, but for me. Um, Food wise, I I do keep a running list. If I do travel somewhere and the food was like speaking of food, Australia has the best food I've ever tasted. They just go above and beyond. That's another podcast, but you have to go to Australia and you have to eat in Australia. Every city that I went to was amazing. But anyway, so yeah, the only thing that really stood out for me was uh, the deep deep dish pizza. And back then, I was uh, I was eating meat. Now I'm a vegetarian. Going on two years strong. Uh, also, haven't been sick in two years. Side note: plant based diet. Everybody, like Kyrie said, but if you, you see it, him in the gym, it it's two years but, a week anyway. <laughs> but um but yeah nothing that really stood out but what really I, I loved about chicago was just the landscapes and everything there the building see the architecture was just beautiful and i loved millennium park i i really enjoyed seeing you know the bean and seeing everything that we oh, saw man, it was you great and the- jen were ridiculous with that berwick and i had to walk away i like that bean was so i i got a picture with it i got the cool picture where it's actually my back but my reflection is in the picture in that stupid yeah. bean. but you guys were like, obsessed with that i was just i was over it as soon as i saw it. i'm like cool got a picture like let's move on to the next thing but you and jen were obsessed with that he- you know, it's funny. I actually have a picture of you sitting down on the steps because you were just over it. Right? And I was cracking up because I'm like, I can tell you were done. And I have a couple of pictures where you just have your head down. And you're just like this shit. And we need to hurry up. What the hell they do? Because we literally took looking at my photo album right now. I have about shit. I would say roughly 22 pictures of the beat. We went roughly. back twice. Right. And that's just one. 
We did. We did. And I actually liked the second time because the first time we went back, it was kind of sunny, which was nice. But the second time, it was it was very cloudy and gloomy. And I loved the way it actually looked during that uh, that scenery. So I actually prefer the, the, the second, second time. time. I started questioning our life, and the longer we were, or sorry, our friendship, and the longer <laughs> we were there, I started our questioning friendship. life in general. Like, what is the purpose? Why am I here? How did I end up at this bean? Yes. How is this bean a tourist attraction? <laughs> like, I asked so many questions, and there were no answers. And I just saw person after person so excited to like people were traveling around the world to see the stupid bean there's nothing you can do with this bean (laughs) maybe walk under it that that's cool i i do i'll never get the bean i will never get the bean. every cool thing there is in chicago because i agree with you there was a ton of cool things the skyline suite it's a, a great city to walk on the river and those bridges and that gloomy day you are right where the clouds were lower and they were kind of overcoming all the buildings it was beautiful but yet all great. you wanted to do was go to that stupid bean, you and Jen, and a lot of people, you're not the only ones, and that will blow my mind. Like, it's just the simplistic mind to me. that That's what grabs people. Whatever. I, I'll never get it. I think, I think, I think right what now. it is, too, you know... You you, <laughs> you travel to to really go see a lot of the tourist shit, right? So I think that's what it was. I've seen the bean so many times, and you know, being in front of it now was was amazing. I think I was just living in the moment. But to you know, for those who don't know, the reason why we went to Chicago was because of Wrigley Field. This was the last year before renovations, big renovations that were going to happen at the actual stadium. So we decided to plan a trip based on when the Giants were playing out there. So we went to. A few games out there. We went to a couple of games. We went to the White Sox game. Then we went to two uh, Cubs games. But for the first time, I remember walking up. You and I actually, we held each other. We walked up. We had our heads down. We were walking up the actual stairs to see the actual field. And it was just, it was everything that I imagined. And to make it even better, the Giants won. We won eight to three that day, right? So we destroyed the the actual and that's i believe what year was that 2014 uh, yeah, joy that was, was 2014, year, right? i believe you you may have won a certain championship might have been a might have been a national I think championship. We did, yeah. yeah can't I, remember I, it was that it was a down year i don't recall. think anybody was really watching baseball that year it's a bad year oh, for baseball i think every funny. team think, sucked that year so it was no, not a single good team in the oh, league oh well hey it, 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 we benefited from every team sucking so i'm happy <laughs> with that but yeah, going back to Wrigley, going back to Wrigley, that was, it was amazing. And so what we did, uh, you know, uh, for everybody listening in, we actually, Burke and I, we were like, you know what? We want to get them to a, a Giants hat. And what we put on the Giants hat was their, their actual name stitched on there. But then we put the Canadian that flag cool. with the, the U.S. flag, right? So we kind of wanted to get them, hey, you know, Giants, 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 right? And I can tell you guys are uncomfortable at first. You're like, oh, okay, I'll wear it maybe one time, but I'm never wearing this hat ever <laughs> in my life because, you know, it's, it's Canada everything. But I'm like, hey, as long as you wear it during this game, I'll be happy. I've, I've right? worn it, a few, you I've worn it guys, a few times since, actually. I, I've Yeah, I've worn it a bunch of times. The man. only thing is I don't wear I haven't worn it a lot is because one time I wore it and it started raining. And to me, that kind of a hat, it's 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 actually up there with my Wrigley Field hat and my yeah. Derek Jeter hat. I don't yeah, wear I those say, hats. Yeah, They're in there and I just I save them. They're keepsakes because they have the commemorative patches on it. Because when we were there, that was the 100th year of, of Wrigley Field. Yep. So it was a big year to be there. And we walked around, I mean, for a long time. I mean, the, the what was it Wrigley Dollars too? That was so mm-hmm. cool to see that type of things, right? And just go through and just, it's everything you imagine. I remember Rookie of the Year was one of my favorite movies growing up when I used to play baseball hardcore. And just being in that stadium, you know, being, on, you know, just right there was just, I, I have no other words to describe it. I mean, I love AT&T Park, don't get me wrong. That's the home stadium of the Giants. But Wrigley Field is, is it is magical. Have you been, it's every little boy's dream. Have you been to Fenway for, for a game? 
Because it, it's a toss-up for me, man. like it's... between those two for sure. The other thing I liked about Fenway, or sorry, Wrigley Field was remember they had their their hospitality staff kind of yeah. saw us out and were like, "You guys have been here before? No, this is your first time, isn't it?" And remember they were like, "Oh, you got to get your first time yeah. certificate." And uh, we got those yeah. certificates oh, yeah. to say I'm my first game, that. and it gives you the date and who they played and everything. I thought that was cool too. They they did a really good job with that stadium because they they kept all the charm, but in no way does it feel old. And I think that's why you know yeah. they call it the beautiful Wrigley Field. That everywhere you go, and every time you hear it on a broadcast, that's that's part of the thing. Back in the day, the ownership made that a thing. You had to refer to it as be- the beautiful confines of Wrigley Field or beautiful mm-hmm. Wrigley Field, and no kidding because back in the day sorry a little history note before the lights that's how would they would promote it and they didn't want the lights at Wrigley Field because mm-hmm. it's in a neighborhood and when the team sucked yeah. they were promoting the park and I, there's very few parks in the league that you can there's there's probably like between five no more than seven parks where you might be able to market the experience at the field and that's probably the top one. Yeah. So it was, uh, I loved Wrigley Field, every aspect of it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we saw, because Rizzo was on the team, Javier Baez, that was his first year on the team. Mm-hmm. So we saw a lot of these guys before they blew up. We saw Javier, Javier Baez yeah. uh, home run the second game we went. We had home run that game. Yeah, too. that was the game we were in the bleachers. Mm-hmm. Remember where it was crazy hot? That bleacher yep. was not fun. Oh, yeah, I remember they were playing the Orioles, I think, then too. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I mean, that's just like it reminds me of uh, Santa Clara Stadium here for the 49ers. It's or Levi Stadium. It's it, when it's hot, it's very enjoyable to, to watch the game. But going back to uh, Wrigley, so before we got to Wrigley and before the Giants destroyed the uh, the Cubs that game, and we went on to win the World Series, you know, two times out of three, I think it was that time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we went to this great batting cage, which I thought which this- was great. I mean, to go to a bar slash batting cage that's down the street from a stadium. That's baseball. That this, just screams baseball. That was one of my favorite bars in general of all time. Uh, that was so cool. We we stumbled upon that. We didn't do any planning to see where the pregame bar was. We were just heading out to Wrigleyville, and we were going to try and find a place yeah. to go. And there are a lot of packed places closer to the stadium. When I say closer to the stadium, this one wasn't far. It was just down the road. But there's a ton of bars, as yeah. you can imagine, down that area. So, uh, But we went in there. It was called Slugger's. And then they had the Bud Light batter's eye upstairs. So we started downstairs, which is a great vibe. It was just your classic old, uh, you know, grungy bar, sports bar feel. You know, it wasn't yeah. wasn't commercialized yeah. in any way. It had some character to it. And then you go up the stairs and it's straight up batting cages. And we hit a few balls before going out to the park. And I thought that was one of the cooler experiences I've ever had. It, 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 I, I agree. Hands down, that was one of my favorite things to do before a natural baseball game because there's only there's only a couple things I like doing before baseball games, and that's just drinking, and that's it, to be honest, right? But drinking and actually swinging up. I was going to say, for any of our listeners going to Chicago, specifically for a game, uh, a Chicago Cubs game at Wrigley Field, make sure you go to Sluggers. It is an unreal experience, and you will not regret going, and you have to try the batting cages out. I was actually surprised at how not busy it was. Yeah, I, was, I know. Was, I know. It wasn't too bad. We didn't wait to get in the batting cages. We didn't wait for a drink. I thought the whole experience was great. I think the best part about going to Sluggers too was seeing uh, Berwick, who is six foot five, weighs like 108 pounds, and has never played baseball a day in his life, trying to swing and hit a ball. I think that you know you mix in with pre-drinking, get a nice little buzz going on, then you go up to try to hit a baseball, and you see somebody who's never done it, and it's pure comedy. That's that's also going to stand out for me as a memorable moment of that 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 part of the t- trip. 
That, yeah, that was, well, that and, and trying to keep count of his trips. <laughs> For those who don't know, Berwick trips every place that we have traveled together. Even here in San Francisco, when we go out to go drinking with friends or whatnot, he always trips for no reason. He'll be standing up and he'll trip. I'll defend him there, though. San Francisco is very hilly. So, you know, he and he's a tall guy. Coordination might not be good. Walking uphill, I can understand him tripping. But there was no reason for him to be tripping as much as he did in <laughs> Chicago, other than the fact that he's used to the hills and was trying to walk accordingly and just couldn't couldn't come to terms with flat ground. That's my only, my only reason as to why or, or reasoning as to why he was tripping so much. And to paint a picture for our listeners, Leo might be 5'4", generously. 5'7", uh, with shoes. 5'7", with shoes, about the same weight five, as Berwick. And Berwick's yeah. about 6'5". So they're very much a Mutt and Jeff uh, a pairing, which is which – is, it's it's comical in its own, but it's so adorable. I look like The Rock, too, for those who want to know. I look like The Pebble. He's The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I'm The Pebble. We look almost alike. You know, eyebrows the same. I can do the eyebrows. So, you know, paint that picture. You know, five foot six and a half. Five seven with shoes, right? That that's the height of a thug. Just well, you, like on average, you guys are like six one, six two. If you bring you guys together, like you're essentially the rock. There it is, done, done, and done. There you are. That's well, this is why you're friends. <laughs> but let's go uh, from Wrigley over to United Center, seeing the Jordan statue. What was your thoughts of seeing that? It was cool. Uh, I mean, it was. Remember, it was a kind of a waste get out there, and I remember we were. It was, and we were in the subway, and there was a guy rolling a blunt. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a, a, a yeah. Uh, cordon bleu uh, chef yeah. shirt. Uh, that was fun. But I, honestly, like I remember going out there. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this area of town, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. And we got there, and it was nice. You know, we weren't the only ones there. You can tell it's a, a thing to see. And one of my big things when I went to Chicago was I wanted to buy a pair of Jordans, and I did. Yeah. Yeah, the only pair of Jordans aside from ones I wore for basketball in high school that I own, I got a, a limited edition Jordan ones that were like this reddish orange on blue and black. They were sweet, so I wore them, and I got a picture at the statue, which was a lot of fun. So I enjoyed it, though. I think it was cool. I did like going to the United Center. I went, as I said, I went back. It was for the Frozen Four, and which was another weird experience going to a Frozen Four, like an NCAA event. It's just weird. Um, but we yeah. went there and uh, the, the stadium itself is absolutely gorgeous. I wish we would have had a chance to go in there and you know catch a Bulls game or a Blackhawks game or something. Yeah, that would have been sweet too. Yeah, and the, the great thing about seeing that that uh, statue too is, is you know it's something that I've seen my whole entire life, and I'm like, I know when I go to Chicago, that's definitely one of the things I want to see. And then seeing all the stats that Jordan did, just it really is out of this world. Uh, you know, he is. I would say, I say LeBron is the greatest overall player of all time, but Jordan's the greatest player of all time. That's what I say. That, that's what I say. He he had a cultural impact on, on top of everything. You know, he's he the reason why guys like LeBron have this platform. And exactly. blowing up, you know, because he really took the reins. He's the epitome of old school basketball. You know, you, the, the type of basketball you like where they're not all friends and they're not trying to yeah. team up to be all stars. You know, that was I think that was he was the last of the he was the last of the non-business era of sport. But he's also a huge reason as to why it transitioned to a business as opposed to a team sport in, in the mind yeah. frames of athletes. But it was uh, it was great. I loved it. And, uh, but like I say, like when I went back to Chicago, I, I have to, you know, if you, if you have a buddy that can afford this, cause we went in our, uh, with our buddy and, and this one guy decided he was going to rent a, uh, a trolley for four okay. hours, a personal mm -hmm. trolley stocked with booze. And this was in the springtime. So it was a little cool, but a few beers down, you're good. And we stopped at all these different breweries 
and we had an absolute blast. It was unreal. We went to Wrigleyville. We went through downtown Chicago. It was it was awesome. But where we didn't go was the Bean. I made sure we did not go to the Bean, and that worked <laughs> out just fine. We didn't go to the Bean, but uh, we went to this one place. We went to this bar twice. And if we you and I ever go back to Chicago, we have to go to this place. It's called Streeters. Streeters. And it's a, it's a little place, like honestly, a hole in the wall. It kind of reminded me of Cheers because there's a little sign that hangs like off the side of the building. So, you know, like there's a bar off the side of the building and then the sign so you can see it while you're walking. And then it's downstairs. Nice. It's, it's a little downstairs. It's an old, old bar, ton of character, but you can play all these games. There's beer pong. Um, there was like life, like life size, there giant Jenga, I guess we'll call it. Uh, people okay. were playing other games on the side. You just became friends with everyone at the bar. It was an absolute blast. And I, if I recall, the drinks were not that expensive. Like it was one of those places where you can go. I think we might have spent like 40 bucks max and got totaled. And we just, we had a, a blast at that bar. And we still talk about it to this day. That in another place, I can't remember the, the, what the bar was called, but the other place, what happened was we were getting there late after the game. So we got these VIP bracelets that I okay. think were like, like 600 bucks for maybe 700 bucks for the, I think there was eight of us. And the, the, it gave us all you can drink and okay. pass the line. Yeah. And the upstairs was 2000s hits dance floor. And the downstairs was live <laughs> nice. band. Nice. Unreal. And the best part is when they checked our bracelet, you could order as many drinks as you want. Wow. And hand them out to There's no like so we, two limits. No, wow. we became the life of the party. We got there at about 11 p.m. I want to say the bar closed at like three. So we got like a solid four hours of free drinks and everyone was our best friend because we go to the bars. He gets a shot. He gets a shot. She gets a shot. Awesome, she dude. gets a beer. Yeah, it was great. But the uh, yeah, my it's funny. I guess there's a thing in in Chicago. If you find a one name, a one named bar that belongs to something as in streeters or sluggers, go. It's probably a you good time. Go. That's you that's what go. I've that's what the conclusion I've come to. Yeah, speaking of just like good times in Chicago too, I think one of my favorite things that we actually saw it was going to uh, Willis Tower. I love Willis Tower. Then we also went to, kind uh, of to jump off topic, we also went to that, um, was that bar signature room? Which is rough, oh, rough there, I think it was that. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed that. I, I, it was nice. And just before, we'll keep on that. I just, because I have a quick note. One of the cool offside moments that we had that just, not offside, but, you know, uh, just off the cuff moments that weren't supposed to happen that ended up being a really cool kind of experience was Berwick's buddy had season tickets to yeah. the, the game we were going to and we had to go pick them up at that building. Do you remember? And then the view from the office was of the, yeah. uh, the Trump Tower in the river and it was this yeah. super beautiful day and we got this great picture overhead of everything that was really cool i thoroughly yeah. enjoyed that that was that was neat yeah see actually it's funny that you mentioned that so that's our, our buddy lamps and his uh family just moved from chicago i guess due to the cost which is crazy but yeah she was the one who uh his mother was the one to give us the tickets to that yeah. uh so yeah i hope everything's going well with him lamps is a good guy so sorry we were off topic there i went off and then yeah. i forget where we were going what were you asking me no. about I think we're talking about the Giants winning three and five. I think that's what we were talking about. No, we were talking about <laughs> no, we were talking about uh, Willis Tower and then uh, talking about oh, the, the okay. drinks. So the, okay, that and that's what I was going to say. And I think this is a good thing to end on because my thing overall is I'm kind of over the buildings. Um, yeah. Toronto, it's the CN Tower. Uh, Willis yeah. Tower is another one. Rockefeller was another one. Or Empire State when you're in uh, in mm -hmm. New York. Because uh, you get there. That. 
it's yeah i haven't been there but i'm sure it's the same i'll do it and i don't you know yeah. but it's just so underwhelming because you get an elevator ride and you, and you say oh wow i'm so high look at the city it's beautiful and then you walk out and you spend more time than you want to because you want to make it worth your while because you paid way too much mm-hmm. to go up there in the first place so you stay there yeah, extra yeah. long just because you feel like you need to get your money's worth then you go yeah. out and they go through the gift shop there's nothing i want and i walk out and i'm underwhelmed every time but for willis tower i like that's what made it for me was able to go have some drinks chit chat with a view of the lake and yeah. and the skyline behind us that was that was really cool so that that kind of made it worth it for me but the actual tour itself if you have to cross if you ever go anywhere and there's a tour like that and you have to cross something off for time or whatever the case may be always cross that off it's never worth it even oh, the CN tower like it's the cn tower is neat to see from outside it's a really cool design just like the Space Needle, I'm sure, in, in Seattle. Once you're in it, you don't see it anymore. So you're literally in the the most iconic part of the skyline. So the rest of the yeah. skyline could be any city in the world. You don't know. So exactly. I, I've always I've always been underwhelmed by those. But yeah, that's but the the drink part, the signature room really did make it. And if you're gonna do that, make sure you add that to it. Do the tour, then go there and have a bite to eat or yeah. at least an appetizer or a drink, just to make it totally worth it. No, definitely worth it too. I, and they also make. I'm very particular on how. Um, uh, well, I forget what they call them. Mixologists, how they make uh, drinks, or at least old fashions. Old fashions, my drink of choice for bourbon, and they made a really good old fashioned. So it's like you have that beautiful cinematic view, just it just or scenic view. Excuse me, it was just beautiful looking. And then you have a good drink, and you have good friends who are family now, uh, minus Jen and Berwick. You know, when I mean family, just you and I, of course. The family but, you know, plus the people we had to add along. Yeah, no, I, I get it. You remember when Jen was doing uh, yoga in the uh, on Willis Tower, and there's a lot of like people behind us. They were complaining and making us oh, look bad because she kept doing yoga. Then people are just so mad at Burke because he's six foot five, yet he's not, in the, you know, NBA. And you he's know, it's frustrating. The view of everybody. Yeah, it's frustrating when we're, you know, we are obviously the life of the party. Then we got to carry around two others. You know, well, they thought we were there together. because then everybody loved us afterwards because they're like, oh, exactly. they're them. And yeah, exactly. yeah, with us, and we took to, we took ownership, and you know it all worked out, and we ended up becoming. Uh, I think we're on the we might be on the Walk of Fame of Chicago, but that's you know whatever. I, I'm sure they were talking about changing. I don't know if it was the last mayor or the current mayor talking about changing the name of Willis Tower to Leoe Tower. Uh, again, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I want them to make that change because I know we're a big deal, but I want to be as humble as possible. But you know, you know, if, uh, if, if they're there, gonna do that, let's be honest. I don't want to I don't want to offend anybody in Chicago, so I, I, I would actually donate that to the. Uh, to the, the baseball park of the Chicago White Sox so they can take yeah. away guaranteed rate and just call it Leoe Park. <laughs> nice, nice. I like that. Uh, last but not least, I, you know, the thing that I love that we did, you remember when we got a, a, an actual shave inside that mall? I, I yes. forget the actual name of the place that we went to, but they give you I don't remember the mall a, either. Yeah, it just but just it was great. It was like because I, I go to a barber all the time, probably every two weeks, and you know they use the razor and stuff like that. But this experience, we paid a premium. I think it was like sixty or seventy dollars, right? But it was but definitely it was worth the it. Full works, like the if full, we got, yeah, yeah, because he he did the hot towels, cold towels, mm-hmm. oils, and creams, and it was it was sixty bucks, I think. But I think we paid yeah. per minute. Like yeah. it, they lasted a while, but man, I felt good coming out of yeah. there because I I, I have a cold. beard. I feel taller than that for sure, man. I, I know I grew like a quarter of an inch, but I, I'm pretty sure that that's what happens when you go there. Oh, that makes sense. So what I've learned today, I, my takeaway from today's podcast, that when Leo dies, and I'm going to ensure that this happens, that <laughs> your tombstone has 
Leo Yokely, 1987 to the year you die. And underneath it's going to say, he saw the bean. And yeah. there's going to be one of those awkward pictures on the tombstone of you staring at the bean, which I know we have. Yeah. Uh, I, I have plenty of those. That. It's, it's all right. That, that was you probably die a happy man. If you die tomorrow, out of everything that's happened in your life, you are going to die a happy man because you went to the bean not once, but twice. Twice. You've been to heaven twice before you actually get there. So, And if you yeah. don't get there, at least you had a pass for a couple of days. And I've been to multiple countries in Europe. I've been to Australia. I've been to Iceland, multiple states throughout the U.S., but nothing, nothing. Not even even losing my virginity doesn't top seeing the bean in Chicago. So Chicago. Oh, God. We, and to we the have, artist, oh, God. Thank you. We have to end this podcast. This is getting ridiculous. I'm not, <laughs> not ending the podcast with something that nicely said about the bean. Bean sucks. Don't even go. There's weird. Uh, there's a weird fountain where faces look at you. That's kind of weird too. Like just bypass all that. There's a Dunkin' Donuts nearby. So if you have friends that want to go there, you go to Dunkin' Donuts and get one of those pink donuts. Look at the Homer Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. It is way, way more entertaining and way more satisfying to do that as opposed to go to the stupid bean. Uh, oh god this is a good time to end the podcast now i'm all worked up for the i have a now i have to go out i, I have a dinner and drinks to go out to and i'm going to be worked up and it's going to be an awful night for them and it's, it's okay. all going to come back to this podcast i might have it's lost okay. a friend tonight i don't even it's care right. you know You're what have a i have a glass of rye right now thank god if i didn't have this glass of rye right now i think i'd be way more worked up this is what's calming the nerves a little bit i'm going to photoshop so many pictures of you next to the bean i'm gonna send it to you for christmas or for your birthday that's what i'm gonna do if it isn't a picture of me <laughs> flicking the meat, I'm going to be real pissed. <laughs> Again, I can't apologize enough for all the talk of that stupid bean, but I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I really hope it gave you a feel of Chicago and really makes you want to go out there, because that's the point of this show, to inspire and entertain. If you have the chance, go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Give it a review. We appreciate all the support we've been getting. And of course, as always, we'll be back next week. And we look forward to seeing you next week aboard the fan wagon.